Welcome to Building Your Best Career, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hey there. So today I want to talk about morale. Have you ever noticed that if there are things going on in the world or things going on in your office or things going on in your life, how it affects your mood? It seems like a no-brainer, right? And I thought this topic was pretty relevant this week with so much going on in the world right now between politics and health and and all the different things that are going on. Not to mention that we're coming up on the end of winter and in some places it's not quite spring yet and we're looking forward to longer days, sunnier days. We just changed the clocks. I find that morale is one of those things in the office that is so contagious. And really, it only takes one person to make a change in the morale in the office. And I mean that both for positive and for negative, right? It really only takes one person to drag an entire meeting down into, we can't get this done, or this is all the reasons why this isn't going to work, or this is why this is hitting a wall, and this is why we're failing, or all of that negativity. Or it takes one person to see the bright spot in whatever's going on, to point out that, oh, there's hope here. We could figure this out. I know we've hit some bumps, but here's an idea for how we can turn this around. Here's a plan for how we can all rally around whatever's going on to figure out a way to fix it, to make it better, whatever it may be. I'm sure we've all been in those meetings where you have per people in your office that are that negative Nancy and you just sit there and think, what is their problem? Why don't they think this will work? Maybe they know something we don't. Maybe they just don't want to put in the work. But then we've also got those people in there, the optimistic Oscar, who will be like, everything is possible. Anything can be achieved, right? We can all come together. I'm always impressed by those people and I really try to model myself around them. I love trying to be a glass half filled person. I think many of us naturally gravitate in one way or another and I certainly think that that can change over time depending on what's going on. If you hit a particularly dark patch and nothing seems to be going right, sticking with the optimism and the glass half full can be really tricky. You know, if you're searching for a job and you're really having a hard time finding one and you've always been a positive and upbeat person, it can really take a toll on you and it can, it can make you second guess that natural ability to see the glass half full, but we have to hold on to that and we have to consciously make a decision to think positively. Morale is a really powerful thing. If you agree or disagree or have confidence or don't have confidence in whatever's going on at the office. Maybe it's a project, maybe it's a reorganization, maybe it's a person that they've hired that you have to train. Whatever the situation, trying to remain positive and look for the good in the situation can make a lot of difference. When we are in a negative space in our head, I know I've talked about this on other episodes, We are closed to ideas. We're not open to possibility and we're not listening because we've already preformed 
ideas in our head about the outcome. Therefore, people can be telling us things, offering up ideas, offering suggestions, and you may think you're sitting there and listening to them and hearing them, but are you really open to trying them? Or have you already presupposed the, the scenario's outcome in your head and is like, well, yeah, that sounds like a great idea, but all the while knowing I'm not trying that because I've already decided this is dead in the water, okay? Being open to other people trying to raise the morale is as important as being the person to raise the morale, okay? And maybe you're not that kind of person where you want to be the, the focus or the central point or the, the rah, rah, rah cheerleader, okay? As a coach, my job, I always say, is half cheerleader and half gentle nudge. And I have to consider that there's possibility in everything that we do, we may not get it all right all the time, and we may have days as a group at the office where we're just not firing on all cylinders. Maybe everybody's tired from, you know, daylight savings time. Maybe it's a, after a big weekend like Super Bowl weekend and people are tired. Maybe there's been a lot of people that are sick or other people that are have been out on leave or on travel, or maybe we've had bad experiences with a project before or a customer or a client or a contractor, whatever it may be. There's so many different scenarios here where we can become beaten down by the processes that we're caught up in at the office, right? And we can allow that to dictate time after time after time what is going to be the outcome. Or we can choose to change things up a bit, do things a little bit different, bring in some fresh eyes, be open to some new ideas, think outside the box. Catchy phrase, but it, it's so true. I mean, we get so ingrained in living in that little, that little square that we're so used to doing it the way we do it over and over and over again. And when it's not working, sometimes we do need to take a step back, look at things in a different way, turn it upside down, turn it sideways. Bring somebody else into the room and have them take a look and see what's going on, okay? But all the while, being mindful about what our mind is doing, what our mind is saying, and how our, our body language and our words and our attitude are affecting the people around us. I've talked about this before that I worked in an office where I really enjoyed the job. All of my coworkers really were passionate about our job. We loved what we did. We were passionate about it. But there were some changes for a while that really dragged the morale of the entire office down and we struggled. I would say for the better part of a year, we struggled. And even though there were some folks that occasionally we, we would try to step up and be like, come on, we've got this, we can figure it out. Overall, there were a lot of people that were not open to that positive energy. They were not open to the fact that things could be going well or things could get better. And maybe there was little times where it was and you try, but it's not genuine and it doesn't catch on. Okay. And it really does take everybody to be open to the possibility that things could get better. If you're in a meeting and everybody is just kind of down on their, their ideas and not being positive and not being upbeat, why not take a beat and just say, you know what? Maybe we should talk about something else for a minute because it seems like everybody is just not open to this idea. Take five minutes and go get a coffee. Take a restroom break. Tell stories about what you did on your weekend. Name one fun thing you did on your weekend. Personalize it a little bit, 
right? Because we're all human and we all do other things besides work. Take a minute and have everybody go around the room and talk about one fun thing they've done this month. One thing they're proud of this week. Something along those lines because it's going to move people in a space in their head from doom and gloom and never going to get it done to, well, I'm feeling good. You know, I, I feel good about that, that example that I gave. And I'm going to tell you that in the beginning, you're going to get some pushback and some rolled eyes and people are going to say something along the lines of, why are we doing this? This is stupid. But once you start going around the room and people are starting to feel that positive energy, it does change the I don't want to say the temperature, but it changes the air in the room because now people are thinking about good things, happy things, positive things. And when you come back to whatever it is you're doing, in theory and hopefully in practice, at least half of those folks are going to have changed their mindset a little bit. They're going to be in a little bit of a different space. And this really is a, a, a talent of good leaders, I think. I've worked with people that do this type of thing, and I've tried this before, and I, I, I like the exercise, if you will, of doing it. Like I said, you're going to get some pushback because many people are, we don't need five minutes. We don't have time for this. I've got other things to do. Sit down. Take the few minutes to get everybody in the right space because if you think that that five minutes is wasted on that little exercise to get everybody in a more open-minded space for whatever it is you're going to do, if you think that's going to take you longer and, and reduce your overall time as compared to everybody beating their heads against the wall for the entire time and not getting anything done, right? So you can balance it that way. If anybody gives you a hard time and says, you know what, we've been wasting the last however much time not making any progress because nobody has no new ideas. They don't think this can be done and we're not making any progress. So if we take five minutes to do this, then perhaps that will change the dynamic in the room. If not, you know what, I'll apologize and say it was a stupid idea. I won't pose it again in the future, but why not take the chance? And I would argue that some of those folks that will be the biggest complainers will be the ones that have a smirk or a smile on their face afterwards. They may not want to admit it to you that that was a good idea, but there's a good chance that they may want to be one of those people that are in a little bit of a better space after it's all said and done. You can Google all different kinds of team building exercises and things like that, that you can do to raise morale in an organization and depending on how bad the morale is and how serious the the attempt of the organization is going to be to raise morale on a broader span you can come up with lots of different things to try and bring people together and have them be more in a positive space i guess i'm talking more about simple examples as employees that we can do if we go and we're we're hitting a wall with the people that we're working with you could be talking to two people about a small project that you're working on, you know, your small team or a coworker that you've been assigned in this project and everybody thinks it's doom and gloom. The other two people are like, yeah, we're never going to get this. This is stupid. Let's just put in the bare minimum and that doesn't work for you and you want this to be a more positive experience, right? You can apply this to any size of group, depending on what it is that you're going to be doing 
to raise the morale, okay? Obviously, if you've got 100 people, you're in a conference and no one's getting anything done, you probably don't want to go around the room and talk to everybody. But maybe at lunchtime, you get your lunch to, to go, come back to the conference and put a piece of paper down on everybody's um, table spot and have them write it down when they get back to lunch and then hand it up to somebody. And then you read some of them out, okay? And what you're doing here is you're just talking about things that everybody can relate to, things that everybody can be excited about and supportive of one another. And I truly believe that when we're happy and excited for others or proud of somebody or excited for somebody, hearing about happy things and realizing that those are real things happening to people sitting nearby you, it's hard not to be excited for them. Even if you're experiencing horrible things and your life is kind of in the shitter, there's got to be one thing that you can be excited about or excited for somebody else about. And that changes the temperature in the room. And it changes how our brains are working and how we can focus on a different problem. We can take it apart. We can look at it differently. It puts us in a different brain space. Have a great week. Stay healthy out there. All right. So thanks for listening to Building Your Best Career. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to buildingyourbestcareer.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or if you'd like to be a guest on an episode. And please go ahead and recommend me to your friends. Until next time, always remember to stand up and be confident. Stand by all that you do and say with integrity and stand out because after all, there's only one you.